Hi, I'm Tally. Hi, I'm Tony. And we're book lovers. Who are lazy? Hi, everyone. Hello. So this is the 20th episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, we made it to 20. Because we're, we're totes profesh. We're very professional and... um. We, yeah, we definitely <laughs> thought it would last this long. So, although some people might feel <laughs> celebrating at twenty episodes is a bit premature, we've decided to do that because we honestly didn't think we would follow through. Yeah, and it's the end of the year. Yeah, so that's fun and stuff. And because we can, because yeah, and why not? It's our podcast. So <laughs> yeah, why not? Whatever we want. Um, so we are doing a special episode where we're doing a D and D thing. I don't play a D&D in my own life outside of the podcast, so this will be a first for me. And then you're also going to hear from our editor, who is usually the silent voice behind the podcast. He is joining us to be our DM, which is a thing. And he pointed out that we're not actually very professional at all. He's frequently pointing out that we're not very professional <laughs> and we're the bane of his life. <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to introduce you to, um, and he's also my brother, FYI, Tony's brother. Um, this is my brother Gavin, our editor. Say hi, Gavin. Hi, Gavin. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to be the DM today for these two going through an adventure. For those playing at home, we are doing the A Murder at Mossbank, which is written by Jess Wade. It's from the Dungeon Masters Guild. So if you enjoy what we're doing here and you want to run it yourself, you can find it on DM's Guild. I have no idea how much it costs because I bought it a while ago, but it is a good fun one that I have run before. And I'm sure these two will be wonderful getting through it. I'm sure there'll be no distractions. <laughs> not there won't be a 15 minute tangent about Harry Potter for no reason or uh, another feminist feminism. rant. Yeah. Oh feminist my god, rant. we can totally work feminism. <laughs> oh no, there's there's a point where there could be a feminist rant very okay, easily. Cool, cool, cool. Like I've, I've already planned it for it. I'm such a good DM. I'm like right, okay, they're gonna complain about this part here. Um, he has tried to make sure that all of the. <laughs> Preempt. <laughs> well, I got a plan ahead. Our fantasy favorite fantasy tropes have been built into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm been told. Yes. Um, and he has tried to work it around his sister, who is gonna look forward to sitting still for an hour and listening. It's fine. She has many things to fiddle with. So if you hear things in the background, that's fine. <laughs> so what we're gonna do is I'm gonna introduce the world, and then we're gonna introduce your characters one at a time. I'll do a quick read into your characters. It'll be fairly obvious which one is which, because one of you has made it edges and one of you is a delightful snowball. <laughs> I'll let you guess which one is which, listeners at home. <clears throat> I wonder if they can work it out. <laughs> right in the comments now, who do you think? <laughs> yeah. So, we are in the little town of Mossbank. <laughs> Each of you have been recruited, either together or separately, you get to decide, to come help solve a murder that took place. You just know in a little uh, note sent to you by the mayor, Amos, that the wife of the watch, a lady named Sylvie, was found dead relatively recently. And you're being brought in as outside observers because the head of the watch is one of the prime suspects and he can't really investigate his own murder. That would be a bit weird. So, you're being brought in. Exactly. <laughs> well volunteered for introducing your character first. Uh, you are being offered 150 gold pieces for solving this murder mm-hmm. each. So, it's good cash money. 
and make it rain. Absolutely. Dollar dollar bills, yeah. Dollar dollar bills. Well, gold gold pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Don't um, make it rain with them. <laughs> so, for those of you who have never done a D and D campaign before, I'm going to explain this to you quickly. We are in a very highly magical world. So, magical beasts, magical powers, they all exist and are fairly commonplace. But high-powered level stuff, so like summoning giant fireballs or teleporting, those are much rarer. So it's very common to see people who can, say, turn on a light switch with their magical powers, or they can like make a magic hand that stirs a pot for them, kind of like Weasley style in the um, Harry Potter universe. That's relatively normal. But if you see someone who's like, I can summon fireballs, that's a bit weird. Someone's about to take notes. Look at someone who's played D&D before. <laughs> <laughs> Just that one time at band camp. I know. That one time at band camp. <laughs> so, you guys are rolling into town. I'm going to say you are both on like the same kind of like coach carriage thing that goes between towns. So you're sat opposite each other. You can decide if your characters know each other or not. I'm happy if they if they do or do not. Yeah. Okay. So I totally roped you into this. <laughs> so, this bitch. Yeah. So staring out of the window, being fascinated by all the various trees and things that go past that they can barely see because their head doesn't really crest like the <laughs> top part of the window. It's kind of like a little child just poking their nose over, being like, "What are these pretty plants?" Uh, Tally, could you introduce your character for us, please? Like that little character. Is it called Chad that people draw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hi, I'm Lily. I'm a rock gnome druid. So, I am a little bit wealthy, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Not on purpose. <laughs> but I literally, um, unfortunately, I don't know what happened, but I lost all my memories. So, I don't know. Life is good, y'all. Let's just. Let's just solve murders and have fun. Absolutely. Because <laughs> basically, Lily, <clears throat> she's heard someone is in distress and immediately grabbed the nearest person to them who they thought was really good at solving crimes because <laughs> it looks like they've at least done some. Uh... And they're, they, they're tall, so they can look over things. Exactly. <laughs> so kind of skulking in the far corner of this coach, trying to stay in the shadows, is this kind of shining dragonborn. <laughs> Tony, can you introduce your character for us, please? Okay, so I am Perish Hope. <laughs> it wasn't a great move the day <laughs> we came up with this. So I am a dragon board. I'm a golden dragon. I also chose to have purple hair slash scales and purple eyes because I could. Mm-hmm. I have got a dark past and I hate celestial beings because of it. And that is why I'm such a dark bitch. So I sort of kind of want to help people, but I don't really care about following the rules whilst doing it. And I'm polar opposite of Sunshine Snowball person. That's me. Absolutely. <laughs> so I do the sunshine. <laughs> the coach itself rolls into town. Lily, because you're staring outside the windows, you can see uh, it looks like a bunch of the towns are like shut up shop for the day. It looks like people, are, you expect a lot more people to be out on the streets than there are. So yeah, just something to... That's suspicious. That's weird. Absolutely. TikTok memes exist in this universe because they did and these two would have nothing to talk about. So uh, they look on their magical tablets that do TikToks and nothing else. Okay. The coach pulls up just outside the main, like, uh, it's like a church, temple kind of combined thing. It looks like it's a all-face type thing and there appears to be a lot of the town are there paying their respects to Sylvie. (laughs) (laughs) so you guys pull up in the coach 
and step on down. So you're now in like the town square, and you see there's a lot of like funeral procession stuff going on. Priest giving loss, you know, doing the whole shebang of burying person. The whole shebang, how professional. As you're kind of standing there, kind of like, should, who do we talk to? A uh, small uh, man comes up to you. He's about five foot two, looks relatively oldish, and uh, comes up to you and is just like, Ah, are you the two I've recru- recruited? Uh, yeah, hey bitch. Hey. Hi, I'm Lily. <laughs> Hello there, I am Amos. I am the uh, the mayor of this place, and uh, obviously uh, you're here because of the, this, this wonderful person who just passed away before her time. Honestly, it's a tragedy for us all, I think. I think we could all agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, let you get... Uh, obviously, I don't want to colour your uh, investigation, but we're pretty sure we know who did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell us more. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Now of course. This be my evidence. <laughs> so now of course, of course, of course. Now of course, I don't want to color your color your investigation, but we're fairly certain we know who did it. It was clearly, clearly, clearly Horace. Now I don't want to spread rumors, but uh, they were married, and obviously the marriage is going a bit south. We think, <laughs> and then Horace, you know, in anger, accidentally killed her. Now we've not seen <laughs> Horace since then, really. You know, he's been in. Finger quotes, morning at his house. <laughs> but that is uh, my professional. Obviously, I don't want to don't want to color your investigation. But it's obviously Horace did it. <laughs> anyway, so as I say, just find the evidence you need to, uh, you know, in you know, incarcerate Horace or whoever it is, <laughs> and then uh, find me. I'll be uh, around here for your investigation. There's several places you can have a look around. We have the Traveler's Coin, the City Watch Station, the local tavern, lovely place, uh, uh, the local butchers, and obviously you can investigate the house where the murder occurred, with Sylvie's house, and obviously if you need to snoop around Horace's house for any reason, and it's all. Did they set the house? Yeah, they were married by house after houses. Yes, they got married very late in life, which is why people think that they had a bit of a rocky start oh, and then oh. a much more rocky finish. But, again, <laughs> I don't want to colour the investigation. Okay. You two are obviously very well qualified, mm. as I can tell by your... Um, he looks at both of you. Leather armour and... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you, Mayor Person. Um, My name is Amos. Oh, yes. <laughs> God, make a note of that. <laughs> I, don't have any notes. <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to write, make notes. <laughs> uh, okay, thank you. Thank you, Amos. I'm going to say that's your job, <laughs> the note-taking, because I'm too cool for that. Okay. In, in, in the words of Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you forget <laughs> stuff like cool people do. Yeah, I forget stuff like cool people do. So no, I, I will make notes like Scabrin Jane. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, Horace. No, you're not Horace. Thanks, Amos. I'm about to say, why would you think I... That is absurd. How dare you? <laughs> we will respectfully investigate. Absolutely. Now, yes. uh, people you will... Another person of interest you would have a chat with is uh, Norman. So Norman is kind of the temporary city watch leader whilst Horace is off, you know, mourning. More like planning his escape. I mean, <laughs> again, not to colour your investigation, ladies. 
Does Horace have a history of violence for you to assume? Well, he's the head of the city watch, so... Mm. What is policing if not enforced violence by the state? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Surely by you, Amos. <laughs> Uh, no, it's more more of a function position than there. It's not really elect. <laughs> um, okay, fabulous. Where would we be able to find Norman? Uh, Norman, uh, fantastic question. Uh, well, he'll either be in the City Watch station himself, or potentially at his house. Okay. Oh. And is there a funeral currently in progress? Uh, we're just wrapping it up now. They just put put the body down into the hole. Should we go skulk around the funeral? Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll go pay our respects. Oh, did you know Sylvie as well then? Um, yeah, sure. Well, that sounds <laughs> believable to me. <laughs> <laughs> We're all children of Mother Nature. Yes, uh, of, course, of I, course. I may have known her in a previous life. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Amos seems to wander off. He seems to be like you know, doing very mayoral things, like shaking people's hands, consoling the bereaved, kissing babies. Kissing babies, yeah, the usual stuff. Keeps mentioning the name Horace and giving, like, the, the wiggling his eyes, being like, well, we know who did it. <laughs> Again, he's not trying to call your investigation. He's just pretty sure. Anyway, so uh, with the milling around here, you can make your way to uh, the uh, funeral place, as well, the church temple thing, if you'd like to, to investigate the body. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a closed casket which you'd have to open to get to the body, but I'm sure that's. No, we're going to go like watch. Well, I'm going to go skulking the shadows, watching all the mourners, and I vote that sunshine goes and speaks to people. Okay. Absolutely. So we're splitting the party immediately. Something you should always do with a D and D party. <laughs> so... <laughs> okay. So this is where I'm going to make you roll dice because this is a rolling dice game. Yeah. Um, I like die. Wonderful dice. So, <laughs> perish hope. Could you roll me a stealth check to kind of sneak your way around the mourners? What if we need you to be a 10? Because they're not really paying attention that much, but, you know, you need to be... A, uh, 17. 17 is at least at least higher than 10. Fantastic mm. news. You skulk into the background of these bereaved people. Frankly, everyone's wearing black and in respectful manner. Mm. So honestly, sneaking is very easy because there's lots of like shadows and stuff you can mm. hide into. Despite the fact I am gold. Uh, yeah, well, we're, we're carefully ignoring the fact your stealth is so high, even though you're a golden dragonborn that breathes fire. Um, little Miss Sunshine over there. Yes, that uh, is I. So are you going to be chatting with the various bereaved, or are you just going to be... Um, I am going to... How many bereaved are there? Is there, is so, there a, um, a many? Of the, pe- of the people wandering around, hmm. you see five people that the mayor is paying a special attention to. Okay. They seem to be like pillars of the community. Okay. But other than that, there's lots of like just, it seems to be like a lot of people are there to show themselves to be there because it is the wife of the city watch. So, yeah. you know, some people are just kind of showing their head, but people who are being paid attention to, there are five um, currently being paid attention to. So the ones that are the kind of main people, yep. are they chatting amongst themselves or what? Most of them are just kind of looking like very sad and not very talkative at the moment. One of them, like a short-held elven woman, seems to be kind of like doing that thing where she's trying to kind of bury some emotions so she can get back to work, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Other person who looks like they are part of a butchery shop is just kind of like very, very like inconsolably sad. Oh. Even to the point where the mayor's talking to them and they're just like, eh, this is fine. That's, that's, that's 
suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the people seem to be just kind of like quietly in mourning, not really okay. talking to anyone. Okay, so I'm going to firstly go and stand next to the elf elf lady. Yeah, absolutely. And just respectfully, you know, stand there with her, and then I'm going to speak with her. Uh-huh. And ask her... Sorry. I'm going to ask her if, if, how well she knew Selby, or yeah, was she uh, a friend? Like, uh, start a conversation. Yes, basically. absolutely. The elven lady looks down, and she's like, oh, so I didn't... Sorry, friend, I didn't see you there. She looks down at you, Lily, and it's just like, yeah, no, I knew Sylvie. Uh, she, she used to come in all the time. Uh, she even had like a uh, like a local room that she kept hiring out for, uh, you know, uh, just sort of time alone away from Horace, you know. But uh, even though they lived in separate yeah. houses. Okay. <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, I'm the tavern owner. Uh, my name's uh, Bonneville. Hi. Bonneville. You don't make you don't get many gnomes around here. No, I'm just um, just travelling through, you know, okay. just passing. You you. You run the the tavern. You must. You must. Um, you must have the hive of gossip of the town. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, I, I assume that I can't see Horace here. Is he? Is he in mourning? What's where is he? What's well, happening? we haven't really seen him much since Sylvie passed. Honestly, oh. did it hit him hard? Had they been married long? Oh, married a really long time. Yeah. I mean, they did have separate houses, but that's from like old relationships that kind of broke down, and then they were neighbours, and one thing led to another, you know. Okay. So you used to see Sylvie quite often then? Well, there's a start. I mean, I don't want to spread rumours, but, mm. you know, obviously she wanted some alone time away from him, I'm sure. Having their own houses, maybe just need to be further away. Look, I don't want to say anything. She was alone when she went to this room? <laughs> well, did she always go to the same room? Or did she have a particular favourite room? Uh, yeah, she had a favourite room. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. And is that room... Is that room empty at the moment? Maybe I'd like to go there and just sort of, you know, I mean, uh, get in touch with Sylvie. Absolutely. Well, the inn's all locked up at the moment, unfortunately. But mm -hmm. uh, when things get going again, you're more than welcome to have a wander around. Obviously, I'm here uh, as uh, this funeral. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm not really able to show you around right, excuse me, right now. I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, yeah, if you swing by later, I'm sure I can show you around the room if you'd like. Lovely, thank you. Um, I'll, I'll leave you to to pay your respects. Absolutely. We're going to cut back now to the the lady made of edges, <laughs> hiding in the corner. <laughs> like a vampire. Like a vampire, made of gold. <laughs> I like vampires. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> skin of a killer there, Belle. <laughs> right, so. You are sneaking around. I'm assuming at this point you snuck into the temple. Is that the plan? Yeah. Fantastic. Just around the mourners and absolutely, yeah. Observing. You are you are 100% <clears throat> full spell inside the kind of temple come church. Mm -hmm. You have snuck your way successfully to the casket itself. What would you like to do while you're now you're there? Are you just observing people around the, the casket, or are you going to try and break into it? Front bar. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit too dark. <laughs> you do have a crowbar. <laughs> and you got stakes just in case. Yeah. You know, maybe she was a vampire. We don't know. I think I'm going to hide nearby and yep. watch the mourners coming to see. Is it an open casket or closed casket? Closed. Closed casket. I am just going to be nearby and watch what the mourners say to her in the casket. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, could yeah, you roll me perception for listening in for me? To overhear the words of their listening in. 18. 
18, fantastic, okay. So whilst snuck away in the deep dark corners of this temple come church, most of what you're hearing right now is kind of standard, you know, just like gone too soon. When you hear like people who look like they're part of the temple church thing, they're kind of trying to be respectful, but also trying to move paperwork through. It sounds like, you know, mm-hmm. things need to be paid for. We need to make sure she's buried correctly according to her, the right God she worships. Uh, are we sure we're burning the correct incense? Because, you know, uh, Amoric gets very angry if you burn the wrong one, whereas we all know this. The Great One Eye will look down upon us and smite us. Exactly, yeah. How dare they? Exactly, yeah. You're really angry about Celestials in a church. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so you don't really hear that much useful information, honestly, with this set. Even with, like, a very high 17, it seems to be lots of people who are just kind of generically sad, or they are just making plans of how to deal with the more mundane aspects of a funeral. Okay. So I observed that the mayor keeps speaking to certain specific yep. mourners. So I go and try and listen in on one of those conversations yeah, instead. Absolutely. That seems absolutely okay. fine to me. So do you want to <laughs> listen in on the person who looks like they are... Don't listen in on me. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as Lily's already talked to the other lady, and you've seen her, it's very hard for her not to be spotted. Mm-hmm. So you've seen the Bonneville and Lily have a chat. So mm-hmm. there is still someone who looks like they might be a butcher of some description with like a bloodstained apron. Blood on them. Yeah. You see uh, someone who looks like they are a member of the watch one running around, but looking I say running around. They're there at the funeral looking quite sad, should I say. There is someone who looks like they're in quite fancy like dress, like uh, they're some kind of banker or something. Mm-hmm. So who would you like to go after? Uh, <laughs> the person from the watch. The watch, oh, absolutely. I thought you'd go for the butcher and the candlestick maker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. She is uh, standing there, human woman, standing quite tall, has a shaven head, and is wearing the green uh, watchman uniform. She has visible forearm tattoos of uh, lion's talons around one of her arms. Okay. <laughs> she seems to be. She's standing there very gruffly. When Amos does come to speak to her, she is just like very, very short with him. And it's just, he's like, well, of course, as we all know, Horace is in mourning, finger quotes. And she's like, you watch your tongue about the Watchmaster. And he's like, yes, well, you know, I'm just, a lot of the evidence does point to walk away, Amos. Well, that, fair enough. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So it. after <laughs> observing that, I go and sound up to her and yep. respectfully, like, well, kind of creepily come near her. <laughs> and then <laughs> come near her, yeah. <laughs> creepily, so yeah, a golden dragon appears out of nowhere in your watch person. Is that what you're telling me? No, I walk directly towards her in her line of sight, so she doesn't think <laughs> I'm a direct threat. <laughs> like, so she's like not seeing me skull case and think I'm suspicious. <laughs> and but I like do that straight after she's annoyed by the mayor, so she knows what I've come to talk about. Absolutely. About. And then I ask her, like, do you not agree that it's Horace then? <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, she looks at you up and down, kind of in the kind of like game, res- game C game type thing. But both two big, angry women. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> she, and she responds, it's absurd you think the Watchmaster did that to his wife. I am- we all know who did it. I'm an independent investigator. I don't actually have an opinion. So I'm interested to hear on anything you've got to say. Who do you think is responsible? Well, 
Norman was in competition with Horace for the upcoming Watch elections. Mm. And now Horace, for some reason, won't be able to campaign. Oh. Mm. So I'm not saying anything. As a Watch person, I cannot interject into this uh, investigation any further. However, mm. Norman, to me, seemed more suspicious than my Watchmaster, who had done nothing wrong. How has Norman been behaving since the murder took place? He's acting respectful. In a sincere way? I'd rather not comment. Oh, interesting. <laughs> you may think so. Now, move along, citizen. I thought, <laughs> I have things I need to be doing. Thank you for your time. <laughs> he looks at you kind of just like, given your demeanour, thank you for your time, seems very respectful for some reason. <laughs> Well, I'll just give her a cut nod, thank like, you for your time, and then walk away. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's not Okay, after a bit of milling around, people are now seeming to go back to their various shops and inns and banks, etc., etc. So people are kind of dispersing from this funeral arrangement. The body itself appears to be being, there's a cleric over it performing some rites. Uh, you can't understand the language they're speaking. If you were to guess, it's some kind of old common. It's, it's very thee and thou-y. Oh, one of my languages is common. Yes, this is older common, so this is be like the equivalent of Latin to you as, oh, a, okay. as a English speaker. So you're getting like odds and sods because you're like, oh, okay, I remember a dinosaur name like that, but you're not getting like full sentences, unfortunately. Okay. But yes, there is there is currently a preacher and or priest over the body, throwing holy water and doing a little <laughs> ritual. Okay, so. Are we gonna? I'm gonna walk over to you and know that everyone's dispersed. <laughs> dispersed. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you get anything useful, Lily? Yeah. So Sylvie used to get a room out of the tavern to have some time alone, despite having her own houses. Did Do we know that she was always alone in this room? Well, no. Did you ask? No. Well, why didn't you ask? Because I didn't. Why not, Lily? <laughs> You're rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> this partnership is over. <laughs> <laughs> <Going home. laughs> no, but Bonneville is expecting us later so we can ask some further questions and investigate the room. Do we know if is the body going to be buried or cremated? Do we know that? Can we no. ask that? What you ever heard was a lot of like discussions about which gods it should be buried for, not necessarily what the process of the, the body is going to be done. Um, Seeing as it's being coated in holy water right now, you'd assume it's not going to be burned, but you don't know. Mm, I feel like we should. Should we go and take a look at the body? Take a look at the body, yeah. Yeah. Okie dokie. Oh, I feel like you'd protest that. Then. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we can go pay our respects. Yeah, that's fine. Are we gonna open the lid to pay our respects though? <laughs> Let's With my special respect for crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> it's very respectful. As you just start walking up and I'm chasing after you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. So you now got there is now a priest over them kind of over this uh, casket is saying various various kind words as you can hear and then it looks like he's looking out for like other people in the temple to try and take this casket away or something mm -hmm. as you come up to them and it's just oh hello uh, the time to pay respects was earlier I'm afraid the body must be buried now we would like to pay our respects alone and then I stare him down <laughs> Authoritatively. Cool. Okay, can you want me intimidation for me, please? <laughs> what does it say about us that the first thing we want to do is look at our body? <laughs> I don't know. I'm six. 
Six. Um, yeah. You don't intimidate this old man as a seven foot tall dragonborn. <laughs> right. Damn it. And it's just like, well, yes. What? I'm sure that would be very impressive in the fighting pits. However, I've seen more like you in my time than I care to stay. Now, please leave this holy land. Could, um, could... Could you show me around the temple? Can I can I say that like in a charming, persuasive way? You can attempt to be persuasive. Yeah. Yes, I can attempt. Right. Twelve. Oh no, hang on. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. <laughs> he looks at he looks at you and is like, "Yes, very good distraction, young child. <laughs> However, it would not work. Please leave our temple. Thank you." Not a child. <laughs> now. You first persuade him that he is just an old man if you wish to push fast and do other things. I am just mentioning it as options you have as the dungeon master. Are we alone in the hall now? Is it just him? It's him and he seems to be calling around for some more like younger of people of the, the temple to kind of like take the casket away. Uh, so I am gonna chuck Lily my crowbar and then go to restrain the old man and cover his mouth. Right, okay. <laughs> I'm clearly going to fumble grabbing that crowbar just to okay, play so, Roll me athletics to tackle me to the ground. I'm going to roll opposed. I'm just like laughing in confusion. Check. 16. Strength of 16. Cool. You tackle an old man to the ground. Um, well, it's like chaotic good. Yeah, I want to get the job done. Yeah, I understand. I, no, you, you're playing your character. He's That's been fine. a rude old man. He and is. I'm already in the house of God and I'm angry. I understand. So for catching a crowbar, I'm willing to what hit. What if I clunk Lily in the face? Yeah, you just okay. <laughs> catching a crowbar, I'm gonna say that is a sleight of hand check to make sure you catch it. I, I hold out no hope. Right. <laughs> Roll me sleight of hand. Five. Fudge. Okay, Tony. I never knew that sleight of hand was spelt like slate, like slay. Yeah. To... yeah. Anyway. So she has wildly failed a sleight of hand check, but if you threw it really, really well, she still catches it. Okay? Okay. So I want you to just roll me just a straight <laughs> dexterity check, and then whatever that number is, if it's significantly high enough, Lily still catches the Nine. So 12 of modifier. I'm feeling nice. <laughs> you are terrible at catching it, but she's thrown it so well, it's hit the majority of your body, so you didn't really catch it. It's just the crowbar is on you now. Yeah, <laughs> like the size of me. Absolutely. Yeah. So that all occurs. An old man is sustained on the ground, and you hear the muffled. Okay, so I'm like panicking and looking around, like, yep. what is going on? And yeah. then I assume you shout at me. What I whisper. Yeah. Forcefully. Yeah. Yep. Lily, the body. Like, oh, oh, yeah. So I go over yep. with the crowbar and try and. Yank it open, yep. Wedge it in, yeah, and yeah, open absolutely. it. So roll me a strength check. Oh, I'm plan. strongly opposed to all <laughs> <laughs> I have a plan for a few Strength, ten. Ten, and then plus your proficiency, which is two, gives you a twelve. Proficiency? You are proficient because you're using a tool. Oh, yeah. You, so, whilst your normal strength is not really enough, with the added leverage of a crowbar, you manage to yank open the coffin. <laughs> okay. Does it, does it make like a noise or something? <laughs> uh, no, it makes a scream noise as you very loudly wrench a metal lid off the thing. Yeah. I'm looking around like, shit, I hope no one else comes in. Absolutely. Um, and I'm looking at you angrily. I'm still like, ah, I'm panicking. I'm and you hear on the, from the, beneath Parrish's arms the old man going, so disrespectful. Don't even see me over the coffin. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> so as you look into the coffin, you see nobody. 
shit you compare say that from where no whatever have you got him down with your foot yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, you I've got an old man pinned yeah. to the ground right now yeah uh, if um, you wanna so I'm like there's nothing in here it's empty did you know about this old man <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take my hand away yeah but if you yell then you will feel pain it's not hard to hurt an old man <laughs> where's the body I'm gonna take my hand away now <laughs> takes hand away <laughs> preposterous there's always a there's a body in there what are you talking about <sighs> I stand the old there's man up and go show him the here. pocket uh, well there appears to have been a mistake did, did you see Sophie's who body? has access to the body just, just me and the priests mm. sorry my voice has changed because you thread on my throat and not because the DM forgot what he sounded like <laughs> <laughs> as shocked as you guys sort of are he is then in panic and he's going basically he's rushed off to like the latter part of the temple to try and find people guards well he's 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 attempting to escape from you if you'd like to resist for free i'll let him go (laughs) he's just panicking basically being like what what's happened it's having even more my penis uh i'm gonna i'm gonna hand you the crowbar because i don't now, do you put the coffin lid back on or are you leaving it open? I'm going to put it back on because mm. I don't want whoever took the body to know that I know. <laughs> no, that I know that they know that but I know. But I know that I know. Absolutely. <laughs> he knows I know. Smart. Okay. Uh, uh, do you need my help? <laughs> my tiny little help. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's gonna be trivial for you to put. It's not the first time you broke into a coffin, yeah. so you know. Yeah. You know how to put it back. It's easy. It's enough. my jam. Exactly. I'm still like, <laughs> like exactly dancing it. from foot to foot, like fuck. So, um, we yeah. did a thing. Definitely did a thing. So, uh, with that done, so how quickly are you escaping from this temple before before watch people turn up, or are you sticking around? What's going on? Yeah, I drag Lily swiftly behind me yep. <laughs> to leave walking. And I'm still like, ah! Walking so her little legs can keep up, <laughs> but <Absolutely>. very fast. <laughs> so you're going to be heading towards the local tavern because Lily's got information there, or do you want to try out some other places? Because there's like a general store, a butcher shop, and like... City Watch Station in, uh, yeah. is another place you could go. Uh, As you're or, dragging or Lily, you, d- you decide. <laughs> I think we should go to the City Watch, but like observe to see if they get told about the missing body. What happens with that? Okay. Absolutely. See if someone from the temple comes to tell them and what, what the reaction is. Absolutely. Smart. I'm just also, going on for the ride. Also, would the temple have like post mortem information that we can ask for and or steal? Answer to that question is no. The information you find around here is several different like holy texts for different gods. All of them turn to like the funeral section just in case. But there's no like, you know. There's not been any like coronary report you can find here, for example. And it's basically just been the funeral procession that went normally uh, until it, you found there was no body. So, just just a side note: is You're that sorry. is that something that you would find in this world? 
It depends, because uh, in this universe there are people who can channel healing magic through themselves for a god. Mm. Yes, things like that would exist in this universe. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. But it doesn't appear to be here. It could be that it was the Conrad's Court was done at the City Watch place itself, and then, you know... That's what I was asking, that the City Watch could be found that information. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about in the temple, no, my apologies. Yeah. City Watch place, potentially, yes. Okay. That would be a thing that could also exist. So we could look for. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Once you stop dragging me across the town. <laughs> okay, cool. As Lily's uh, heels kick up sparks as she is dragged through the town to the city watch station. I'm just like waving at people. Oh my god, it's dragon wind. Nothing to worry about here. We're just, we're just walking along. Absolutely. Such a nice day yeah. to be visiting. Such a nice day for a stroll. Absolutely. <laughs> as you get to the city watch station, you see it is a building, uh, unlike a lot of places, which is like kind of like the Watland timber you'd expect from like a late medieval period. This one is much more old school there is lots of like stones and mortar and iron things because this is a place where people are locked down as you can see the front of it though is still like a, it's been made to look more modernized but it's clear this is much older foundation as you get within eyesight are you going to be stealthing it up or are you just kind of just vibing in the street with your little known friend <laughs> i think we'll chill across from across the street from it for a bit yeah that's sure. gonna be my vote i'm gonna like make lily sit down Absolutely. We can say there's like a little park bench. I'm going to say you're out the front of Warner's Wares. So you're out the front of like a little like corner store, basically okay. like a, a uh, general store there. Okay. You sit down on a bench. There's like a little fountain nearby. Theoretically, you're meant to be looking at that, but you're actually staring directly across the street at the watch house. Yeah. Okay. I am looking at the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> it's very pretty. Yeah. I'm and looking I'm at like the nudging you. Colours yeah. of the fountain. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Lily. <laughs> There's like a little like bronze statue of like a, a little elf with like a bird on it, and the bird's put the little spout on its beak, yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah. That's I'm like, I wish I could sketch that. I'm Lily, so I'm looking at the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as you're observing here, you do see uh, some of the younger looking uh, members of the temple get to the watch house, they knock on the door. You can't really hear it because you're far enough away, but you do get the general gist that they're very, very anxious, they're reporting the, the thing immediately. You see the tall woman you talked to earlier angrily stomp out, even you're this far away, you do hear her curse words like echoing through the things, like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? What is going How did stomping off you know how dare they steal boss's uh, boss's wife's body this is ridiculous yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. and they stomp off she locks the door before she leaves though and do we not observe norman the other dude anymore no okay suspicious <laughs> they did say he might be at his house just relaxing i mean morning what's the other one no what so Horace is mourning in his house. Yeah, Horace is the mourning. And Norman yeah. might also be his house. Yeah, they said we could either find him in a city watch place or his house. Oh, okay. I'm going to say I want to go try break in to find <laughs> the record. Uh, so we've had Parrish given her opinion that she wants to break into a city watch house, which I'm sure is fine and have no repercussions. I, um, uh, are, are you sure? <laughs> are, you, are you sure? <laughs> gonna get the job done, Lily. <laughs> but maybe we could just ask that that tall lady, and she'll let us let us in, and then we'll be okay, right? Or we could go see this Norman guy at his house. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's do that one. Let's let's just go. We'll go see your tavern lady, lady then. And Norman, yeah. And we could ask him nicely, and he might let us in. Yeah, sure. Where else, nicely? <laughs> Sure. Okay, absolutely. Sure, Lily. We'll do that. Cool. Let's go. Now, now, now you've been talked down for breaking into a city watch house. Sure. 
So <laughs> Joe's uh, just like, I want to break into it. <laughs> I want to break shit. <laughs> Absolutely. So you kind of stroll through the most of the town. You give them instructions how to find Norman's house by the mayor earlier. Mm-hmm. Which didn't well play that out because it's boring. Mm-hmm. Um, as you do, map, you're... it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're walking past like a lot of places. You're walking past the inn that looks like it's open and it looks very like lively in there. Mm-hmm. Lots of like you hear lots of toasts for Sylvie, and then <laughs> you know raucous just like ah drinks. <laughs> as you walk past, <laughs> it totally distracts me on my way past. Like, ah, <laughs> that that looks fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. You go back. Are you sure you don't want to go? We there? could go for a drink. Or... <laughs> Yeah, like you have to kind of like grab me and yeah. pull yeah. me along a bit because I've stopped then, to look. Uh, <laughs> then you get to what looks like a small where one bedroom bungalow, which is like looks like it's got like a little den kind of like not taped to the side if that makes sense, but like attached. And it looks like the description you see on the map for Norman's house. So I skip up, ready to knock on the door. Yeah. If you don't stop me, I'm knocking on the door. <laughs> I, I just let you go. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I go up and knock on the door. Absolutely. You knock on the door. Uh, and I put on my biggest smile yep. for, for the morning people. And I just kind of loom in the background. <laughs> yeah. A respectful smile. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you're just like, I'm not here. <laughs> so you do a very curt rap ta tap tap Yep. There is no response. Oh. Is there, there. is there any light on in the house, sorry? It doesn't look like there is. Okay. okay. So I then angrily step up and do a bigger loud exciting knock. And shout the guy's name and say that we're investigating the murder of Bingham. Absolutely. You hear even more stunning silence. To you, it sounds incredibly rude, but to everyone else, it just sounds like there's no one home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there is a locked door here. If you'd like to. I was going to say, do we try the door? He has a little back garden area you could explore around as well. Yeah, let's go around the back where less people can see us. So go for a little, a little jaunt around there. Absolutely. I'll do that scowling, but I do it. <laughs> you, as you skip to the lovely garden out the back. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you're less thinking of the investigation, and you see the very nice roses he has planted mm. in a little row there. You're like, Have a little pretty. sniff, yeah. Absolutely. So you find a lot of like finely chopped woods. You see a potted rose plant. Mm. Uh, Any recently dug flower beds? <laughs> Any upturned air? Uh, roll me investigation. <laughs> <laughs> just tell saying me, how recently were those roses planted <laughs> roses don't grow that quick do they so you could have bought like whole plants true, to plant true. I'm just too busy enjoying the sense plants. 16 16 on investigation they look like they had been dug up a while ago the cut, the cut wood looks fresh-ish doesn't look like it's been rained on or anything it looks like it's been cut relatively recently but the plant beds and the various other like things in his garden it doesn't look like they've been hastily done let's put it that way it looks like they've been done with care is there a back door there is indeed a back door okay so i go over and see just just lean against it and see if it opens okay so <laughs> Slash push the handle down to see if it opens. so now we're going to introduce the thing i like to do with my party this is a homebrew rule so people who like purity of D will get mad um so for me yeah you're gonna roll a d20 okay and then add your level, and that is your luck. Okay. If you are roll high, you're very lucky and the door's unlocked. Okay. If you're not very lucky, it's not unlocked. Am I rolling a real d20? Yes. Okay. Oh, like... Oh. 12 plus your level is 4. That is a 16. So you're very lucky. You lean on the door and it opens. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, That's oh, actually the sound she oh, makes. It, yeah. it, it's, it's open. It's open. 
I want to believe that Lily wasn't actually trying to open the door. She was just trying to get a nice view of the flowers and then yeah. leaned on the door by accident yeah. and fell in. Yeah? yeah. Absolutely. It wasn't quite a trying to break in. It just, no, it wasn't. It happened. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I roll my eyes and stomp in. Absolutely. <laughs> like pushing me out the way. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So you see there is a small bed with a bedside table, a little desk. Other than that, it seems to be kind of plain. There's like a little stove for like cooking food and things. But it looks like a relatively nicely procured bachelor pad, honestly. I'm going to rifle through the papers in the desk. <laughs> Absolutely. Could you roll me a rifling through papers thing for me? Is that investigation? Yeah, boy. But while she's doing this, I'm like, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Looking out the window. <laughs> we should be in here. Eleven. Eleven. You find a love letter. Oh. From Sylvie to Norman. <gasps> oh. Scandal! That's what she was written in that room for. <laughs> Detailing when she planned on leaving Horace and to live a life of love with Norman. Oh. And what are those dates as they align with her death? Uh, the love letter says <laughs> that if they will meet at 6pm on today's date in the inn, oh, room shit. number 9, like usual. Okay, so I take that letter with me and we go speak to the inn lady. Can I read the letter? Um, I'm like, oh, this is so cute. It's so romantic. I get thought I'm following you. So after discovering this scandalous love letter, you're gonna run immediately to the end, correct? So as that's happening, I'm like, oh my god, do we? Do? I'm like trying to quickly tidy stuff up. Yep, so it looks yep. like we went there and like closing the door Ooh. behind us. Oh, that is a good question. What would that be? Hmm. Mm. If you have the spell prestidigitation, you can just do it magically. But I don't think druids get that. No. Okay. So I'm going to say it's going to be from memory. Uh, just a straight intelligence check to see if you remember where everything was before you rummaged around it. Intelligence. Yep. Okay. And I got a 10. 10? Uh, things look like they were. They're, they're roughly where they were when you got in. It's, it's, it's about right. It's, it's, okay. <laughs> it's about average. <laughs> oh, wait. Before we go, can we investigate to see how like how long it looks like the building's been vacant? Like how long ago who was there? Like how dusty it is and stuff. Is there like yeah, sure. I'm, so I'm not gonna from I'm, that morning. I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna make you roll for that. It looks like it has been occupied until relatively recently. Okay. Looks like maybe he like left here just after the funeral finished <clears> or uh, around that time. Oh, what 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 time is it now? So now we're talking about it's you got here and it was about midday when the funeral was happening. I'm going to okay. say it's like two o'clock-ish now, maybe. Yeah, and the letter said six. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yep. Okay, so I've done a, a, a kind of... Yep. It looks all right, tidy. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And made yeah. sure to close the door on my way out. Absolutely. You politely <laughs> close the door. <laughs> you can run after the stompy dragon lady. <laughs> you're, you're so far ahead by now. You've got long legs and I'm like... <laughs> I'm just stood outside the front of the house, tapping my foot. Yeah, like, like come on, come on, come absolutely. on. Absolutely. So you guys make your way to the local tavern. So the tavern is called the Humbody. Seems to be a lot of like raucous action. Lots of people are drinking. A lot of people are kind of doing the. Oh, Sylvia was she went her way too young. This is ridiculous. I can't believe she's dead. And a lot of people are like, yeah, she's dead. For more free drinks if she's because of her death, right? <laughs> yes, of course. She would want them. So there's lots of uh, th- th- like hustle and bustle going on there. As you enter, it seems to be very, very busy. Bonneville, the person you talk to, Lily, is now behind the bar, seems mm-hmm. to be hastily serving people, is definitely like keeping her composure, but it's definitely you can tell just like she seems very sad. Even though she's like being professional with that kind of thing, like I'm gonna work and I'm gonna ignore my feelings. I'm gonna I'll be work fine. through it. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, kind of like slumped at the bar, you see and one of the guys you saw at the funeral 
who is now raucously drunk, like mm-hmm. it, to the point where the bar has been has a, can't have been open more than maybe an hour, and he seems like he is at least ten drinks in, <laughs> and seems to be buying around for the entire tavern at least like once every five minutes. Get it, girl. So, whomst would you like to speak to? Okay, so I'm gonna go up to Bonneville and wave and say hello and try and get her attention. And she kind of, you know, busy bar staff passes. Like, oh, I'll talk to you in just a, another one for the entire tavern, is it, Reed? There's another one for mm-hmm. the tavern. And then there's new people. Give them drinks as well. There's the gold one and the small one. <laughs> Give the gold one a small drink and the small one a big drink. <laughs> I scowl at him. <laughs> I smile and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> okay. As this is occurring, Bonneville is just kind of hastily going around. Eventually, she kind of settled. The, it, the, the rush from Reed's last wave has stopped and he's currently like half asleep in his uh, beverage so it seems <laughs> to have quietened him down a tiny bit <laughs> so Bonneville comes up to you and is like oh hi guys so uh, yes you wanted to speak to me when you got to the bar something about the room that was rented wasn't it do you have the key oh. to room 9 please <laughs> that's oh, great yeah. that's that's why would you uh, sorry who are you I've had a chat with your companion <laughs> we're investigating Sylvie's death we need the key to room 9 her regular room. And I'm just smiling behind, like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Thank you, Lily. See? See what happens when you say the nice words? I scowl. <laughs> so she rummages around in, like, you, you've been to, like, local pub places that have, like, places you can sleep. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a selection of keys hanging up on the thing. She grabs room number nine, hands it directly to you, Lily, ignoring you, Perish. Thank oh. you, thank you, Bonneville. Is is this the room that um, Sylvie used to visit? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was her like regular room. I don't, I don't think you'll find much in there. But I mean, did she used to visit with anyone else? Did she have regular meetings with anyone that you remember? Any, I, anyone I, that we could speak to about her death, obviously. Oh, I mean, her and Norman were kind of close towards the end, but did Norman ever go up to the room? Um, I don't really remember. It's been such a you know, it's people come and go from this tavern. It's like a lot of people's like local place. I mean, Norman's in the corner over there. Is a very sad looking man over a pint, just mm. quietly drinking. Thank you, thank you, Bonneville. We'll just we'll just quickly pop up and have a look if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Fantastic. I go with you. Yeah, I'm like leading away, like do 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 do, bouncing up the stairs. <laughs> okay, so we get to the room and pop the key and go in. Yeah, absolutely. So as you get up there, it looks like the, a woman has been staying here mm-hmm. relatively regularly. There seems to be a set of travelling clothes laid out on the bed. There seems to be a little bag with some stuff in it. But that's all you can see from just like a casual glance. If you want further looking, you'll have to roll dice, I'm afraid. I would like to investigate! Yeah. Yeah. Investigate! We'll 13! We'll close the door as well so that oh, yeah. anyone will Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. Do you want anyone nosy in there? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Yeah, I am sure. also helping. You are also looking. Happy. <laughs> I'm so annoyed if she finds something and I don't. Yeah. So just a good old-fashioned investigation or perception if that's higher. I got a thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> you both equally terrible. No. <laughs> oh wait, my perception's higher. <gasps> you fool! Should have gone with that. Fool! <laughs> the dice. Okay. So I'm gonna do it just the dice for myself. Spoken? <laughs> just for myself, just so I can get to press. Oh, Ooh. I got a thirteen in perception. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, the gods have decided it's a thirteen. Right, okay. 
You get in there with an investigation, you find out that this has been packed really recently. Like, it looks like if a woman who was packing here, this looks like it's been done within the last, say, six hours, mm. not in the time frame that you've been told about Sylvie's death. Mm. <laughs> We're both like, mm, look at each other. Okay, is there anything else in the room that we could any letters look through, like any drawers mm. or anything? So it like a, it looks like a very spartan place. It just looks like you can when you have a look around, the in room itself is basically empty, other than the bag of clothes, ladies' travelling clothes on the bed. Everything else seems to have been like emptied out. When you have a look around, looking for like notes or anything within like the luggage itself, you don't really find anything there. So it looks like. Either this person didn't write, or they've made sure any evidence of their writing has been gone away. You can't really tell. What kind of underwear is in it? Is it sexy underwear? <laughs> it's a combination of practical and sexy underwear. So it looks ah. like this is for someone for... If you were to guess, this looks like a collection of someone who was medium well-to-do. It looks like all of their clothes, like they're trying to get out of okay. town. Mm. Interesting. Imagine you just holding underwear with your claws, like <laughs> <laughs> if you have claws, like if I don't. and then Lily yeah, goes bright red. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> don't touch that. This is red. Yeah, absolutely. I say to Lily that I want to go downstairs and speak to Norman now. Yeah. Okay. So we lock up the room, but I I put the key in my pocket for Ooh, now. Sure. Sneaky. Mm. Sneaky. 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 Angry child. <laughs> and I keep it safe. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. So you head on downstairs. You'd like to speak to Norman, did you say? Mm-hmm. Did you come downstairs? The uh, drunk Reed re-emerges and being like, Hey, this is a big one in the small one again. <laughs> you're my friend. No, you. you the gold one. You're you the pretty. You're my friend. Okay? Mm-hmm. Do you want another small drink? I, in a way that shocks Lily, go, sure, friend. Why don't you come to the bar with me? And then I wave Lily over to Norman. <laughs> and I stand there for a bit because I'm like, huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Huh? And then split the party again. Exactly yeah. what they tell you to. Why not? <laughs> investigation. 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 this, investigation that. I'm investigating feet. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm investigating feet. I go over to Norman and yep. I walk over. With a kind of respectful face, I try to look respectful. And then I kind of gesture at the chair next to him and sit down. Mm -hmm. So I don't really give him a chance to say, yeah, I could sit there. But I do the pretending I would give him a chance. Yep. And I say, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Hiya. Hi. No, I say, hi. I'm I'm Lily. I'm here investigating Sylvie's death. Did Did you know her well? (laughs) <laughs> oh. Sorry, I just I hope could you not say the, her name, please It's already too Who? Sylvie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you over at the bar What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry Did Were you close? Were, were you friends? Yeah, we're, we're real good friends Oh Oh, well, then I am sorry When When was the last time you, you saw Sylvie? about a week ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we used to just, we had a, uh, it's not important now, we just, you know, we used to meet up as friends every week or so, just to catch up, you know? 
Oh, okay. <sighs> and um, and, and what do you do, Norman? Um, uh, I work at the work at the. I should really be out at work. You're right. Seems to like like clear his eyes a bit. <laughs> I'm sure Sally is doing a great job, but no, they need their captain. You're right. Thank you, small friend. He attempts to stand up and then kind of like does a half stagger and then falls back on the chair. Just like, no, hey, no, I'm no, no, I can't right now. But yeah, I usually do watch. I watch things. Wait, were you close with Horace? You must have known. Horace and I grew up together. You know, he was just. Marshally better than me, which is why he's in charge of the watch. That's why he's just better at it, obviously. I mean, I'm up for it. It's an election thing, and I'm running against him, and... Oh. You know... It... So, like, I, I want to be in charge of the watch, but he was, you know, he rose to the occasion better than I could have ever done, I think. Sorry, I just... This is a lot right now. No, no, that's but fine. Norman. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fine so you, you've known Norris since you were a child when did you know um, Sylvie before before her and Horace got married yeah yeah um, uh, met her before they got married it's when she moved into the house next door to uh, actually Horace actually funny story but yeah no, she used to live on the outside outskirts of town didn't really see her much and then obviously when she moved uh, next door to Horace saw her a little bit of, more often that's how we became friends, you know. Close friends? I'd like to think so, but, you know, how much do you really know a person? And, and Norman, are you are you married? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. No, I've not been gift, getting blessed in that way. And probably won't be for some time now. Oh. If you ask me. Now, I don't mean to disparage Horace, but... I mean, the guy's got a bit of a temper. I wouldn't put it past him for him to do this, but again, this might be just me. Sorry, ignore me. That is what we have been hearing. A Amos, in particular, was very, very vocal on those sports. Well, Amos has never really liked him. They just haven't got on, really. I mean, more so recently for some reason, but who knows. So when were you uh, next meant to meant to meet up with Sylvie? Oh, like I say, it's, it was a weekly get together, and today was that day. But obviously, that's not happening. <laughs> did Did you usually meet here? Yes. In one of the rooms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, I'm like looking over at the bar, like I kind of need your help. <laughs> uh, roll me persuasion because you're trying to persuade him mm. to spill his secret. Okay. At seventeen. Seventeen, absolutely. <laughs> Norman goes. I'm hoping he's drunk enough to answer my questions. Absolutely. Basically, Norman is just like, well, like Sylvie had a room, so she didn't have to like you know worry about walking back through the streets when it was dark. So. Yeah, she had a room, but uh, maybe I went up there occasionally, but uh, I don't know what you're driving at here, friend. What is the nature of your relationship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now I feel a little bit, like, yeah. confident, because he answered one of my questions. So I'm just like, were you and Sylvie ever more than friends? I, I don't want to talk about that right now, honestly. 
honestly. It's look, I, um, I'm gonna go home. You can catch me at my home, and we'll uh, maybe over tea. I can discuss this better. Why are you asking all these questions, by the way? Who are you? You know, I'm just interested, and then I just kind of yeah, <laughs> away from the table. <laughs> The small green <laughs> thing, just la la la. No reason. Okay. <laughs> Disappearing into the crowd. Okay, okay. While that is happening, Parrish, you're having a wonderful conversation with the local drunk. <laughs> but you love that. Who is uh, handing you a drink and just be like, just you. So, you new friend. Why are you here, friend? Friend. Friend. <laughs> slowly rubbing a small drink into your face at this point. <laughs> I cover his hand on the drink, put it down on the bar. Yep. Gently but firmly. Yep. <laughs> and say, I am looking into the death of Sylvie. Uh, is that bastard Horace who did it? A lot of people are saying that. Who's told you that? I No one saw me. I saw it. You saw it? Yeah. I saw Horace. He had a big talk with Sylvie. Where's the big talk with the Shoutwoods? And where were the Shoutwoods? Where did they happen? Uh, kind of in the village hot centre. They were having an argument about something. Were there any other witnesses? Probably. <laughs> and then, what time was this? It would have been a while ago. Like, uh, like a week, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, when they did the Shoutwoods. And then, and this is a weird thing. I saw Horace having a chat with some shady guys down by the alleyway next to the bank. And do you know who these shady people were? They were covered in shade. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they were very in the shade. So were they were in shade or just stood in the shade? You can't wear shade. <laughs> no more for this one, she's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some shady lads next to the bank and he was having a chat with them and then I think it was an assassin ass ass aspirilla nation assassination where he hired some people to kill Sylvie and then and he snuck off into the dark so was that the last time you saw Sylvie? Uh, maybe maybe? I don't know uh she was at the funeral, so I saw the box, so she's there. And then... <laughs> Did you see into the box, though? You're not allowed to look in the box, I asked. They said no. Oh. <laughs> this is my favourite character. <laughs> no, you know, it's fine. So, no more drinks for you, because you think people can wear shade. That's silly. But, I think what you should do, you invest the Magator. Yes. Cool. I will go to Horace's house. And then tell them to fuck off. And then you can investigate the house. And then you can find the receipt, which I assume the shady people. Everyone gets receipts now, so it'd be a receipt for the for the, the the stab in the ass. And then there seems to be like a local who knows this person walks over and is like, "I'm sorry about them. I'm just gonna." No, you don't. The god lady, she's drunk. I'm not. Yes, Reed. Yes, the lady is drunk. I am so sorry about you. I'm gonna yell over that. Do you know, have you seen Horace today then? Is he definitely home? And you just hear, I've just not seen him since the thing where the loud words. It's like, yes, Reed, loud words. Again, I, I apologise for him. <laughs> <laughs> they are taken away. I just kind of shrug and drink my drink. <laughs> yep. It's 
like sickly sweet. It seems whatever that's been purchased for you, it wouldn't be something you'd normally order. There appears to be fruit juice in it rather than alcohol. It's very annoying. Mm. I never got my big drink. Fuck you. I assume it's sitting on the bar. Maybe I can find it. <laughs> oh, if I have a big drink, is that? I'll drink that too. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I think... That one seems like a very strong ale. Like, you probably shouldn't give to a very short-known person. Anyway. <laughs> so there's lots of hubbub going around the thing. Uh, you see Norman kind of stagger out of the room, kind of heading towards where you know his house is because you've been in there. Anything you guys would like to do? Okay, so I've come up to the bar now and... Yes. We've done a little yeah, yeah, you, you, sharing you, of you, you information. We've both discussed the last time she was and seen I've had a, a little ago. sip of the drink and been like, whoa. <laughs> I, mean, I think a lot of the conversation with Reed you definitely heard because he was a very loud drunk person. Yeah. So uh, you definitely heard I definitely that. saw like the being taken yeah, away. Okay, so I look at you and I'm like, shall we go see if Horace is in? And I'm like, yeah, I'm very easy. Yeah, of course. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, you're like, what else are we going to do? And I'm like, okay, cool, let's go. (laughs) Get my little map out and off we go. (laughs) Absolutely. So you stomp through, you go to the outskirts of town. Skip. You you skip. (laughs) Uh, I stride purposely. (laughs) Striding with puppers. Somehow the little gnome is actually like either keeping up with you or slightly ahead with the skipping. You're not sure how that works. And it makes me angry. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming most things do. As you go past Norman's house, you see him doing the drunk thing of trying to put his keys into the lock and missing about an inch each time. <laughs> and he's just like, Z-Z-Z-Z, I can't. As you walk past him. Oh, we should stop and help him. I, I slowed down to help. And I grab your arm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So a good act nearly occurred today. We all saw it. So uh, as you get to Horace's house, you see that it is opposite uh, another house that seems to be boarded up by the watch. You assume this to be Silky's house. Yeah. So uh, would you like mm-hmm. to go directly into Horace's mm-hmm. house or would you like to investigate Sylvie's? To see if you can see Zima there. Is there any Zima. lights on in Horace's? Horace's house? It's horrible lights. Horrible Horace. It looks like there's like a little light, maybe from like a bedside like candle thing, but not like the main lights are on. Okay. Uh, what time is it roughly now? Now we're going to say it's like maybe four o'clock. Oh, so okay. you've spent a couple of hours in the inn, distracting and talking to people. You have to find them first. And... So yeah, I I kind of bounce up to the door and rat-a-tat-tat on Horace's door. <laughs> Horace's door, absolutely. <laughs> Well, Parrish is still thinking about what to do. <laughs> so after Just scowling. You, yeah. <laughs> uh, after you hear a rat-a-tat-tat, you hear a noise at the back of the garden of Horace's place. Oh. But no one answers the door. Okay. So then... I run around the back yeah. and hop the fence so I can follow the noise. Absolutely. I do not hop the fence but I run round and I'm like oh okay uh, I'm assuming you do like the thing from uh, Hot Fuzz where like yeah. she's Simon Pegg and yeah. you're Nick Frost character just like <laughs> yeah exactly it's or a tiny I hop fence. the fence quickly unlock it for my tiny friend and then continue running <laughs> well how high is this fence maybe? it's like a little picket fence I'm gonna say. Okay, it's not so like a I fence could fence. probably like I could manage it yeah. Yeah, yeah anyway <laughs> you, get like, to, you get to the back of Horace's house. So as we go round, I'm like about to shout out Horace, and I guess you stop me. Just <laughs> yeah, you let me do it. But I grab you I'm like, like Horace, <laughs> and then we start sneaking. <laughs> yeah, roll me stealth actually if you're going to do a sneak. That's not looking good. Seven. Okay. Oh, that's 
sneaky. Oh, the gold dragon. Mm-hmm. So it turns out you vaulting a fence is not the sneakiest thing you could do. Really? No, no. I, I'm shocked too. <laughs> Shocking. I know. But you... in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. After two drinks. <laughs> the two drinks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With the, yeah, with the sun shining off of your golden scales, you majestically leap over a fence and then dive into the bushes. And it's very obvious where the gold shining dragonborn is because there's a little like rock gnome next to you being like, hello. Um, <laughs> hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, now you're outside. Whilst you did hear like commotion and movement, you don't see anyone immediately. Can I get perception checks off of all of you? Oh, 19. Okay. 17. 17. Okay, 17 and 19. With the 19, you think you hear something kind of fluttering through the trees. You as a ranger will know that's not nature. Okay. That, that's a bit... So there's something weird going in the trees. Mm-hmm. With the 17 as a druid, you also kind of clock the fact that something is flapping. You're not really registering what it is exactly. You just know it's not particularly, like, nature-based. Okay, yep. But with the perception, though, you do not notice anyone in the back garden now okay okay so we kind of well i wander over towards the sound Absolutely. curiously like la 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 <laughs> okie dokie what is it what and is? i'm like watching her back and making yeah. sure no one's coming out yeah. the house i'm like what do doing <laughs> what is so there is a little tool shed there there is what looks like not very well maintained garden so it looks like not exactly overgrown, but it looks like someone isn't looking after it. Mm-hmm. So how Norman's garden was like well maintained. This yep. one is a little bit trash. There's a tool shed with some like old looking wood that was looked like it was chopped months ago at the back of it. As you go towards the noise, you don't really see anything, and then you kind of have a keep an ear out for any of the noise more, and you don't really hear anything else. But with you kind of like. Obviously, stumping up being la da 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 da, you know there's no one around you looking at you, basically like that. Yeah. Okay. There was the wood in the tool shed, sorry. So there's, we, there's like a, there's like the a, you've yet. not looked in the tool shed yet. Okay. No. There's a tool shed in front of that is some like old chopped wood that okay. looks like it's got damp, so it must have been cut a while ago. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna wander over to the tool shed. Yep. Yeah, sure. And see if it's open. Absolutely. And I'm like. Hello, as I'm doing it. <laughs> Ever uh, so stealthy. <laughs> and I'm scowling at you yeah. while you do that. <laughs> so as you get to this tool shed, you hear some like muffled noises from inside the tool shed. Mm. As you lean on the door, uh, you realise it is not locked. As you swing it open, you see two things. You see a bag kind of writhing around where you hear a voice inside being like, Is anyone out there? Please, someone let me out! Oh, no. And you also see... What looks like, uh, well, it's a pile of flesh Ooh. and blood. Oh. Uh, could you roll me either like medicine, investigation, or nature, whatever you've got highest? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Was that? What well, just so that I know? That was medicine. Medicine. Cool. You know this is the skin of a human man. Okay. Uh, investigation twenty-one. Fantastic. With a twenty-one, you realise this matches the description of a man known as Horace. Oh. oh shit! She... Uh, is it his blood and stuff on the floor? Yes. So he's so... in a bag writhing around. No, 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 no. So there's a person writhing in the. There's a person in the bag going, oh. "Let me out!" And then next to them is the skin of what appears to be Horace. Okay. Ew. So I'm like, oh my god, 
<laughs> Obviously, like waving. I cannot waving believe it. Over, like what? Um, okay, so I run over to the bag. Yep. And untie it. Untie the bag. Yeah. Cool. Release the bag, person. Uh, the person with the bag. You'll get perish a moment to swallow the water. <laughs> is just big D&D fan because <laughs> there's a lot of things you're saying that are like canon in D&D that are definitely done in Supernatural it could well be so um, you figure out immediately this is a skin shifter so this is not how the druids take animal form this is something much more like evil and people who assume other people's identities like IRL um, skin shifter mm. but they usually need to either have a, a live person or the skin. Mm. It appears Sylvie's done one of each, as far as you can tell. Yes, mm. of course. Yes. Okay. I'm a shooketh right now. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is Amos, like, tied up and we've just taken the bag off? Yes, is he, he is. Yeah, yeah he, okay. is, he is, like, fully tied up. It looks like the, <clears throat> uh, the creature that has been skin-shifting into him has, like, dug into his flesh a couple of times. So there's, like, weird claw marks around his oh. face. He doesn't like. He looks like he's been almost tortured. It looks like. Okay, so I'm gonna go over to him. Um, yep. Can I? Can I? I can do like some sort of healing stuff on yeah, him. Absolutely, can't yeah, absolutely. So like a cure wound. I've got or, a cure wound. Yeah, cure wounds, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna cut his throat. Why she's doing that? Absolutely. Uh, cut his throat. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't kill him once you're trying to cure him. <laughs> I'm essentially good. <laughs> I'm just a bitch about it. I'm just gonna waste my spell whilst you're like slice. <laughs> <laughs> I've got um, I've got a, a level one and a level two cure wounds. So uh, we... You know, a level one would be enough to heal. So you cast <laughs> cure wounds. So you pull out. It's on this side. So you come over to Amos and you pull out your sprig of mistletoe and you dingly dingling over his head. God, I love you. And his wounds close around his face. He looks like he is like not as gaunt he as he was now. And he just looks so grateful that he is not in pain at the moment. As you oh, cut his rope free, he's just like, What is going on? Are you telling me that I hired you? 
So, the me that was the Sylvie that hired you told you to do what? Investigate her death. Okay, well, she's not dead. Who does she say was gonna... Who's the murderer? You, Amos, but Sylvie, you, told us it was um, Horace. He wildly gestures to the, the pile <laughs> of meat on the floor. It clearly... <laughs> I don't mean to... Are you, are you being funny now? <laughs> this is absurd. No, I'm just giving you the facts. So when was the last time you saw Horace? Well, alive. <laughs> yes. Um, well, three days ago when I caught her killing him. <laughs> <laughs> but the last time they've been seen in public was a week ago. So yes. you saw them since then. Well, I was going round to make sure that my mayoral election was going ahead well. And then knocking on doors and things. I heard some commotion outside and then, well, you can figure out the rest. Um, we appear to be at Horace's house uh, rather than Sylvie's because I was at Sylvie's house uh, and they were having commotion inside the house. Before like, you saw this, would you expect Sylvie to be violent? Not, I didn't expect her to be a skin shifter, no. <laughs> would you think she could kill someone though? Evidently, yes. <laughs> okay, I really like real Amos. Um, Are you just standing there berating me? So, I'm an injured old man. So I, I, I'm standing I, next to a corpse of a very dear friend of mine. I gruffly hand you some water. <laughs> so, like, here. I like look at look at you and I'm like, uh, should we go to Sylvie's? Maybe, maybe she's there. Well, what do we do with Amos though? He's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Presumably, if he's found I've escaped, I'll be in severe pain. Do you want to stay here with the corpse of my friend? Or. <laughs> Would you like to come with us to Sylvie's house? No, not really. <laughs> um, I mean, I could go screaming through the street. That was my main uh, thought I should do. We need to find some place to lock him securely where he can't get You just see you're going to lock. You've just rescued me! <laughs> <laughs> we need somewhere to safe to put you. What about in room number nine of the tavern? Oh, because we've got the key. Mm -hmm. How are we going to get him in? Um, stealthy. <laughs> stealthy. So, stealthy time. Yeah. We'll put him in a bag. <laughs> put him back in the bag. <laughs> put that box in another box. <laughs> So, so just so I'm under understanding you two, your plan now you've rescued me is to go to the pub. <laughs> we have to the we, <laughs> well, we we have a, we have a key. We can keep you safe. <laughs> Stop being a dick about it, Amos. Um, Doing the best I can. I really couldn't give a shit about you, to be honest. And I'm just standing there, no, no, no. Um, I mean, what she said. <laughs> well, I'm going to go now. Where are you going to go? Um. I don't really plan to wear, but it appears you don't have my best interest at heart, I'll um, be honest. Amos, go home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we will stay there. Do you not leave and we'll come find Amos. No, we, I usually rely on the city watch, but that's going spectacularly well, <laughs> as you can see. Yeah, go home, tell no one. Yeah, Amos, Lock yourself go in. home, stay there until we return. Okay, I will. <laughs> The mayor kind, <laughs> kind of hurries off as quickly as an old man can. Yeah. Now you're seeing the real Amos. The Amos that you saw was moving with so much more stride and purpose of a younger person compared to the old man that Amos actually is. 
You kind of didn't clock it before now, but it's very obvious now his, like, the gait of, of an older man is much more different to what you saw earlier. Is there any use in checking out the pile of flesh? Can we learn anything from it? Or Not more than you already know. Okay, uh, we'll just so use pile of skin. It's a pile of skin that a skin shifter is using to pretend to be this person. Yeah. Is, Can is I set it, enough... it alight? <laughs> is, is there enough skin that Horace is definitely dead? Oh, Horace is 100% dead. Okay, okay, okay. Because I care about death and stuff because of my mysterious dark past, so, I'm gonna do like last rites, like burn him. Absolutely, yeah. Because <laughs> I care about death and stuff. <laughs> and it burns the shed down, so that's fine. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm and it ass- draws no attention to us. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna assume here you do, because you, you, you don't like celestial, so it's gonna be a very secular, like, you know. At, you know, return return to nature type of thing because you are mm. you are a ranger, so you have connection to nature there. So you're like, yep. Yeah, I am re- also involved. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're like kind of surprised I'm doing something nice. Yeah. But I'm also just like burning shit but down. I'm, I'm on board for yeah. it so <laughs> until you, I just straight up burn yeah. a shed down. Yeah. So you un- all that wood. It'll yeah. Work, no, it's it's, fine. So you uh, you uncork your holy wall, so you sprinkle it over just as a gesture, being like, I don't care about what you say. It's probably what you. It's probably useful to like sanctify this corpse because it has been used by an evil being. So. Mm. Uh, Let's just air on the safe side. Uh, and then uh, you unceremoniously chuck a Montauk cocktail into this thing and burn it to the ground. <laughs> and if we do that, does that mean she can't transform anymore into Horace? With your knowledge of a skin shifted, you're not sure. But you're But pretty... am I just doing that chaotically? I mean... Sick. <laughs> I mean, you may just be thinking, let's make sure this body is... Well, I've got things good. about death, haven't I? Yeah, exactly. So I try to would I death. know the answer to that? Yes. So you, you, would... you just think I've done that because I know things, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's like, oh, Harris is doing that. She knows if the skin's not there, yeah. the skin shifter can't turn into Horace anymore. Okay, cool. And you're going burning corpses, la 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 la. <laughs> With our knowledge or my knowledge, yep. or just FYI, would Sylvie have to have always been a skin shifter, or is this something she could have developed slash learned? Like, is this her as a person? Or? So this, as far as you're aware, a skin shifter is born, not created. Okay. So they okay. are a monstrosity that exists in this world, uh, and they can take the appearance of humanoids and integrate themselves into society. And some of them just live normal lives, and some do this. So there's a potential that something's gone horribly wrong for her to start doing it. Because I'm obviously looking on the positive yep. side. I'm like, she's not evil. Something's gone. Maybe okay. you don't know. Okay. So, would you like to? What would you like to do next? Go well, we're gonna look at some fire, yeah, and then we go over to. Okay, cool. <laughs> we're like, so I just chuck, okay. I chuck the fire and just stride away, and, and you're like, yeah, I, I, I'm like, oh, she done it. Yeah, intelligent. Good. Yeah, 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 let's go. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, cool. So I trust this person. So you're heading towards Sylvie's house. <clears throat> just so you know, after you investigate one more location, it will be the time noted that Sylvie normally goes to room number nine. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So. <laughs> yeah. it's my job <laughs> so you head to Sylvie's house okay you do the standard thing of the adorable one goes up and knocks on the door or are you going to be more stealthy about it was boarded up right it looks like there's lots of like boards up and notices by the watch up but it does look like there's like a light from inside okay so I'm actually just going to go straight around the back and okay. try the back door yeah sure so it is a kind of small one bedroom cottage looks like it has been like it's boarded up and it almost looks like it's been from just on the outside you can tell it looks like it's been turned upside down as you head to the back garden it looks like it was a relatively well-maintained garden there's no like sheds or anything there which is of like interest to look at it's just some nice flowers and things 
but yeah, you, there's nothing uh, interesting in the back garden. There is a back door, though. Okay. I go and just try and duck the back door handle, because I can. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to politely try it. Yeah. <laughs> As you go to pull the handle, you hear a shrill voice from inside being like, Stay away, you beasts! Alright, and then I kick the door in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll I mean, the... It uh, might, it roll, might roll, actually roll, open. Need to, roll, yeah, I'm just going to go whole hog aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Roll, roll, me, roll me athletics <laughs> for uh, kicking down the door very fancy style. Ah, uh, four. Yeah. Four. You kick the door, it jars your leg. Um, <laughs> You're not very good at this, like, athletic stuff, are you? I'm supposed to be like a dragon warrior at <laughs> <of> the park. <laughs> You're strong, but not athletic. <laughs> well, no, you, you're good with bows and arrows and dexterity-based things, so not kicking uh, things. So, oh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to really come up and see if the door opens <laughs> after after she's rolling on the floor with her leg or whatever. No, you just, you just jars your leg. It doesn't actually hurt yeah. her. You're just like, ah, that would have been so cool. <laughs> and then your little rock gnome friend uh, goes past and it's just like, do, 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 click. Uh, I'm like, hello, and just go in. Absolutely. You see, a, you see an older woman who is looking distraught and is looking very tired. And it's just like, no mourners anymore, please. Stay away. Leave my daughter's house alone. Oh. I'm like, hi. <laughs> yes, hello. Lovely to meet you. Please come back another day. I need to tidy here. Are you Sylvie's mother? Obviously. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> hi, I'm Lily. I'm here investigating your daughter's death. Well, you're aware she was a shapeshifter. <laughs> what did you just say I about just my daughter? Like, what? How <laughs> dare you? Your daughter isn't dead. What? what? Get out of this house now. <laughs> I'm just like, for fuck. Uh, she wields a broom to sh- kind of sweep you out of the house. <laughs> I take the broom and snap it. <laughs> okay, well, as I did suppose. That's a fritz, eh? <laughs> you have to beat a two. Nine. You beat it too. You wrestle She's a broom out of an old, old lady. lady's hand. I'm so mean to old people. Too, you are. Yeah, yeah. you're taking down so many old people. Uh, oh, even Amos. She is like actually like genuinely mad. It's just like, how dare you come into my daughter's house, accuse her of shape skinning or whatever you said. <laughs> my daughter has been murdered, madam. Um, so whilst this is happening, I'm just having a little look around. <laughs> Absolutely. I like distraction happening. Distraction occurs. Yeah. It looks like the house was turned upside down by a fight. Okay. It looks like this old lady has attempted to start cleaning things, unfortunately. Mm. But that's all you can really tell without rolling dice to discover more. Okay. So I'm going to do an investigation. You roll the investigation, hold what you find. We're going to continue uh, yeah. Parrish and Bernadette's uh, wonderful conversation. We just found Horace's body next door in his garden, along with the mayor, tied up. <laughs> I'm glad I'm wandering around. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So you're going to sit down quietly while we investigate. Please. <laughs> oh. oh, you found Horace's body, have you? I don't believe that. That man Norman did it. Everyone knows that he had a thing for my Sylvie. Can you smell that burning? That's Horace's corpse. In the I... shed where we just found him. You are being incredibly rude. Sit down. <laughs> I... Ma'am, leave this house. 
sit down. <laughs> okay, roll me intimidation. And um, while that's happening, can you tell me your investigation roll? Three. Three. <laughs> okay. Well, Twenty-two. Cool. So with the three. Oh shit! You're yeah. doing well. The three in the investigation. I'm, just, I'm distracted by the distraction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like. With, Mate, you just did something good, and now look at you. <laughs> the three in investigation. What you discover is, uh, yeah, no, it, 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 yeah, this place has been destroyed, <laughs> and someone started cleaning it up. There's like a nice little collection of like rubble in one little basket. It looks like someone's like changed the bed sheets on the bed. There's like the beginnings of like a bloodstain being scrubbed out of a wooden floor. Useless. So with intimidation, there, you intimidate the old lady. Very successfully. She is cowed down by the terrifying gold dragonborn, insisting that her daughter is alive. Like, that her son-in-law she knows to be alive is dead. There's a lot of conflicting emotions in her anyway, and you just told her to sit down, so she's just kind of, like, done it, but in a kind of, like, defeated way, not in a, you know, in a scared way, basically. She's like, fine, I'll sit down. She's just tired, I guess. And then I go away to investigate, and I sort of shoo the nice one towards the old lady. (laughs) (laughs) Now I've, like, ruined things. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to give her a cup of tea. (laughs) That's what I'm going to do. Okay, for a cup of tea, that is hospitality, so we're going to call that a constitution check. Oh. Just roll constitution flat. Uh, Basically, you're trying to make a nice cup of tea, so depending on how high you roll, depends on how well you make the cup of tea. 13. 13. It's a pretty good cup of tea. Right. I mean, it's, it's drinkable. Not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirteen is like it's above average, so you yeah. know it's a pretty good cup, but not amazing. Yeah, it's fine. As you give it to this old lady, being like, "You're the nice one. I understand. <laughs> like, is this a good cop, bad cop thing? My son-in-law Horace told me about this." Um, <laughs> and I'm just like, "Shh." And roll investigation for Jeez. looking at the. Hopefully, you do much better than me. Oh no, four. <laughs> oh what's happening? Okay, cool. So with a four, you tell basically the same thing that Lily did. It's just like, yeah, this place has been turned over and someone has started cleaning it, presumably the old lady here. Yeah, unfortunately with a three and a four, you don't really get any much out of that. Mm. But it's clear this is where the fight occurred that Amos was talking about. So can I ask Old Bernadette. Lady. Yeah. Oh, old lady. Yeah. Bernadette. <laughs> Can I ask her what what she found? She was like, "You're the nice one. You remember the name?" <laughs> <laughs> like, in a, you know, I'm asking her in a nice way. Yeah. Not in a scary way. <laughs> okay. You can roll me persuasion. I was going to say I'm like kneeling down next to her, but I can just stand up. You stand up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, roll me persuasion with advantage because you gave her a cup of tea. Right. Oh, eleven. Eleven with advantage. Dang. That's so it's, it's your persuasion must be terrible. Uh, so you are persuasive enough that she is just like, well, when I got in here, thank you, dearie, for the cup of tea. When I got in here, um, there was just lots of lot of things broken, and there was a horrible blood stain by the bed, and obviously bled, bed bed sheets were more like bled sheets, as I nearly said there by accident. Just <laughs> covered in blood, and I just I just had to start cleaning. So Sylvie's house is nice for when I I don't know. It, Relatives come over and we can we can mourn her loss together. Okay, so then I'm going to say, when was the last time you saw Horace? Oh, he, he came by here the day after because he didn't believe it. That's what he said. He saw it with his own two eyes, and then he's just been his ha- in his house ever since. Morning. Sleeping <laughs> in there, Dad. <laughs> Damn. Horace said that there was it was just a pile of blood and guts and that's why it had to be a closed casket funeral even though Sylvie said in her will she wanted it open but we couldn't do it because there was nothing to remains it was just skull and blood I can't talk anymore I'm sorry 
and then oh, interesting i'm gonna ask because has, has there been any has change in sylvie recently has she She's been dead, yeah. Apart from the death. <laughs> Before the death. Prior to the death. No, she seemed her she normal seemed self. Um, when was the last time you spoke to her? Well, I hadn't been round to see her in a while. So, I don't know, I've seen her about town. I heard she had an argument with Horace, and I hope that's not the last thing he remembers of her. But, yes, well... <clears throat> you know how it is with family you're just trying to organise when to see each other and it never works out and, and now I'll never see her again um, do, you, do you know what the argument was about? Oh, no I just it was very heated everyone in the village heard it mm. and did, did you say that Norman was involved in your daughter's death? well I think Norman was the one who might have done something. Was very fond of Sylvie and didn't like how she went went with Horace instead. You know, they were very competitive, even as children. Interesting. Sylvie ever tell you about the nature of her relationship with Norman? They were friends, dear. <laughs> ne- never anything more, not even when they were younger? Before she might have married Horace? Don't know what you're implying, dear. Before she married Horace, uh, nothing had, to do. She had she a former in... husband before she moved into the village. But oh, and um, what was he like? Um, I don't know. Never met the man. From everything Sylvie said, he wasn't a particularly nice man. But here we are. Mm. Do you know about what his gifts? Did he have any special gifts? Did, you, did she ever mention them? Um, <laughs> I think there was a bracelet that they. Uh, what's this? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> I believe the bracelet she still hung on to from the first. I'm not really sure. No, what? <laughs> no, as in, does he have any powers? Did she ever tell you that he could maybe do something like shapeshift? <laughs> <laughs> Again with this shifting thing, dear. I don't know what you're talking Turning about. Turning into another person. That's impossible. <laughs> no one can do that. Uh, it is possible. Apparently, I just found that out half an hour ago. So we're both new to this. He turns to Lily. Is she making any sense to you? Because this, <laughs> you appear to be friends, but she's talking nonsense to me. When was the last time you saw Amos? <laughs> he was at the funeral, dearie. And I frown at you. <laughs> he was at the funeral, dearie, having a run, running around. He's been very light on his feet these days. I think mm-hmm. the uh, new exercise regime that has been doing wonders for him. Yeah, he's a shapeshifting demon. <laughs> Keep saying words, dearie. Okay, as this conversation's going on, you realise it's coming up to the time yeah. stated on the ticket for leaving. Yeah, tapping um, our medieval watches. <laughs> my sundial. Yeah. Uh, as, a, as a druid, you have a connection with nature, so you basically know the time at all times, pretty much, so you, yeah. as long as you can see the sky. Okay, cool. As so a nice. ranger, you're probably figuring it out because of like lengthening shadows and stuff. Because, you know, you have a connection with nature, but not like how a druid does, where they're just like, hey, mom. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, so okay. I'm like, I, I give you some eyes. And I'm like, sorry for your loss, and storm out the house. And I say, Finally, you say something sensible, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> I say nicely, sorry to interrupt. Absolutely. 
And then I skip out. La la la. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So you skip back to the tavern, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go to the tavern. Yeah, we're going to go to room number nine. Not that anyone can get in yeah, there. Yeah, we're going to go in. We're going to go wait in there. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, oh, wait. Should we return the key and then go wait? Like, go in the... No, I don't know how that would work. I want to go wait in the room, but also return the key and then see if we'll come to unlock it. Well, why doesn't one of us go to the room and one of us hang out in the tavern? You hang out with your drunk friend in the tavern. I'll go sit in the room. <laughs> but Reed got taken away, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he went home, didn't he? I think he was taken to one side and fed water in the bar, so he's still yeah. there. Last time you were there, at least. Um... Ah, oh, I'm going to take you up there to the room. Mm. You're going to go in. I'm going to lock you in. Okay. I'm going to take the key back down to the bar. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. We got there. I'm just sitting there like, la, 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 la. la. <laughs> You're like Playing with hiding. my little toe spring. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I'm, hiding. I'm under the bed because yeah, I'm small. Yeah? Yeah. So that is the plan. Because you wouldn't be able to defend yourself, would you? I got a mistletoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I could turn into a wolf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> decide if you're hiding or not. Yeah, no, I'm going to, I'm going to like, crouch under the bed. It wouldn't okay. be too uncomfortable for me. Okay. okay. So that is the plan. So you guys get to the inn. <clears throat> Uh, as you get there, instead of the raucous, like, not quite party, but the kind of, like, wake that was mm. happening, everyone's actually in stunned silence. Oh. Uh, including, like, the bartender, everyone seems to be very confused. Oh, our plans could be fucking useless. <laughs> <laughs> I made a good plan. Get... <laughs> that was a really good plan. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really good plan. Yeah, I didn't feel so you get in there, um, your new friend Reed calls out from the other room, Oh, this is so selfish! She just came in here and ran up the stairs! And everyone else is like, he's usually... Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but that's what we. Okay, we're just running up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're just like, like right, steps. okay, don't care, mate. Yeah, I like go. tuck my little tiny gnome friend under my arm <laughs> and run up the steps. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. Pat. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, as soon as we hear Sylvie, we saw her running in. We're just like, go, 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 go. As you get to the top of the stairs, uh, you see the door to room number nine has been destroyed open. It looks like some, something with claws or something ripped it apart. I'm such a but as you get in there, <laughs> so annoying. Not that still we could have gotten asked for the key anyway, but no. still, Horace could have. <clears throat> no, because he's burnt. And move it on. Anyway. <laughs> you have deduced what happened. Yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> you did an investigation. We did a thing. <laughs> we done a thing. <laughs> okay, cool. You are coming up to stairs. You hear some frantic movement in the room itself. Lots of like slamming of things being shut, and this uh, someone like making like almost but not quite human noises mm. uh what would you like to do are we stealthing up there are you bursting in what's happening well we have to because like my athletic ability has been so poor i feel like we should stealth what do you reckon i mean your natural thing is usually for stealth yeah. you've just got a bit kick excited to <laughs> through some of the chaotic so I think yeah like we run upstairs and then when we it's start it's because we went to the we church hear... first off it really just set the tone <laughs> absolutely and we hear the uh, rummaging around so we slow down and sort of sneak the up you okay. put me down and we sneak <laughs> up okay roll me stealth please trying to beat the number 13 no 12 oh uh, 16 I'll give you one of mine so we can <laughs> So, as you go into sneaky stealth mode, I think you're still fired up by, like, you have to do a holy ritual, and you have to burn a corpse. It's a whole thing that you're an old lady. You found out about Skinshifter. Well, World View has been rocked, but I'm like, well, to be fair, I've had a row with angels, so, you know. As you are kind of, like, you almost step out directly into, like, 
pure sunlight because you're just like, oh, I've got to do a thing, I'm going to go. <laughs> and then your little rock man friend is like, excuse me, friend. And then kind of drags you down into like hiding. Okay. As you sneak hey, forward. <laughs> As you uh, go forward, you see what appears to be a like middle-aged-ish woman, human-looking, rummaging and hastily packing bags and uh, seems to be saying every curse word under the sun as she packs her bag. Wait, do we know what Sylvie looks like? Have we been trying to fix her? Yeah, it's, it would have been at the wake and at the funeral, so you've seen like pictures and stuff. So it's Sylvie that we see? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ah. choose because yeah. I don't know what to do <laughs> so I um, step out and I go over and I'm like hi are you okay in there <laughs> just like a little concerned person oh holding up the uh, number nine key like <laughs> this is my room <laughs> are you okay like what's, what's happening <laughs> uh, the Sylvie is the way I'm <laughs> the turns around and seems like her skin almost like like reacts like a cat's fur would oh. uh, briefly and then she's like seems to maintain composure of a human form and turns around she's like hello uh no everything's fine here small friend hello (laughs) we've not met before have we no but um you appear to be in my room can i help you my things are in here left over from last time when i was here it's been a bit of a mistake and uh you know i had to have someone help me bash down the door because i'm a frail young woman so now I've now I've got in here. Reed helped me. Uh, you may have met him downstairs. And uh, now I'm just going to get my things and I'll leave. And I step out like, will we inform the woman that used this room is dead? I am her sister. My name is... Bilvia. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're, we're like, obviously in the room by this point. Yeah. 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 Blocking the door. And much. I'm just going to be like, well... That was a believable lie. <laughs> but um, we know it's you, Sylvia. We have been sent to investigate your death by the mayor, who was not the mayor. What do you know about that? <laughs> uh, yes, Amos was very concerned about my sister's death. I think he thought Horace did it. You should check his house. Yeah, Horace and... is dead. <laughs> my God! <laughs> I am so surprised. <laughs> And she lunges for the door. Yeah, which you're blocking. Oh, I don't know, I've not been very strong. <laughs> so, uh, with the lunge of the door... have got good survival. Would survival work here? Yeah? Survival. I mean, it's not your life at risk. So, what we're going to say here is, as she is dashing forward the door, we could take this as combat. Okay. And you can try and attempt to shoot her with a bow and arrow. Or the shorts would be more appropriate. Because that's five feet. You can do either or. I'm going to do your short sword. Cool. Roll me a short sword then. Twelve. Ah, oh, you. So with a twelve to hit, you unfortunately she's weird morphing shapeshifter. So you go to swing where her head is, and it kind of just like, <laughs> and is no longer where you swung as okay. she tries to go towards the door. I'll let you swing again if you would like. No, because as she goes out into the corridor, I switch to the bow and yeah. then I bow her. Go for it. Okay, bow Twenty-two. Twenty-two hits Milvia hey. as she is then flung to the ground by the concussive force of your arrow. It's this, this. Yeah, it hits her. Does it pin her to the ground though, like through her leg? No. To the wall. So what happens here is, <laughs> this is the weird thing that happened. It hits the skin shift, and then the like the shoulder you hear in, kind of like just take oh, it down. Yeah. 
the skin ripples around the shoulder. The arrow is now in like a hole of weird skin flesh. The arrow falls out of this per the person, and then it goes back to normal, and then Sylvie collapses to the ground, mm. and then seems to writhe and change shape again into something more like monstrous. Okay. Whoa. So I've got ropes, haven't I? Yep. Can I use my ropes to rest like restrain her? Absolutely. Roll me attempt. Roll me sleight of hand to try and attempt to restrain the kind of writhing in pain, skin shifting monster Ooh, thing. Twenty one. Twenty one. Fantastic. Whilst there doesn't appear to be consistent like shapes of these limbs, there seem to be consistent like <clears throat> portions of what you'd call like appendages. Mm-hmm. So you just tie up what look kind of like legs that occasionally become hands or then wings. Uh, you tie it together with the things that you use sometimes hands and sometimes feet and sometimes wings. You tie it all together and then this thing starts writhing, changing into different shapes and things until it stops and it just ret- retains the Sylvie shape. It's just like, let me go! You don't know what I've been through! Let me go! Okay, would would Lily know what that what creature she is? Yes. What creature is she? She's a skin shifter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if they would be like if we could just change into people reference like this weird like oh. human being. So I've, I've obviously thing. followed out and I've run over to her yep. and I'm like, what what's happened? Tell us, Silhol. We're not your enemy. <laughs> she says with a bow. <laughs> <laughs> you shot me. Um, <laughs> I'm like kneeling down next to her. Like, what's happened? You know what it's like to be in a loveless marriage. No. I just wanted out. <laughs> And I know he's been unfaithful to me. I lost my lover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it goes into a monologue of the story. <laughs> uh, uh, I know he's been unfaithful, but I didn't mean to hurt anyone. We thought you'd been unfaithful. What What do you mean he's been unfaithful? What? Tell us what's happened. Well, you, you see him about town, and then he was... Uh, I mean, that was what the row was about. I saw him with some ladies mm-hmm. down by the bank. Oh... The shady people. The shady people. It was the shade. Yes. <laughs> I was wearing the shade. I, I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> and obviously, I'm, I'm, I just wanted out. And no one was going to help me. Am I, what's happening here? Am I being arrested? Sylvie, you've killed people. Only one. <laughs> I know Amos is alive still, I think. So, what well, was your plan? Uh, pack all my things, assume Horace's identity, and then he goes on holiday. So um, when we saw Amos earlier, was that you? Obviously, yes. <laughs> he, he was, I can give you the money, would that help? But what about the blood we found in your house? Well, Horace, my husband, is dead. Also, yeah, good point. Like I said, I didn't mean to hurt anyone. I just needed his skin. Yes, if you're arrested. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, who who else knew about this, Sylvie? Who was anyone helping you? Your accomplices. We're going to intimidate. What about Norman? Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. I'm going to be intimidating. Just so I want to roll some dice again. Seven. I'm seven intimidating. You're not very intimidating for a scary creature. Are yeah, you? Look, look, I mean, look at my picture. Like, my face is just scary, and I'm golden, <laughs> and I'm a dragon, and I'm like generally I, rage-filled. I know, but this is a skin-shifting monster. Yeah. So it's probably not that intimidated by a gold dragon. It really person. hurts my ego as a gold dragon person. Mm. It probably would, but you know. And uh, my friend knows it. And <clears> is sorry for me. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> what we're going to do here is because we're running a little, we're yeah. running up to up against time. 
You guys arrest Sylvie. Uh, yeah. You take her to the watch house. And so it's, many people we didn't even talk to. Uh, it's but kind we did of, a good investigation. You can't, it's kind of hard to explain to Norman and Thalia what happened. Because I kind of burned the body. My mm. bad. <laughs> well, it's also you've arrested the woman they buried this morning. Yeah. So it's a bit of a weird day for them. Mm. Mm. Um, is Norman like, is distraught. Do they have like truth serum or something? Uh, or can she a, do a truth spell? There is a circle of truth okay. thing that paladins and clerics can know, but not druids, unfortunately. Uh, I feel like the watch should have that. <laughs> they're just they're just dudes with armor, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you arrest her. Um, <clears throat> You're basically, basically trying to get her out of town, and Horace found out about it, and then, um, well, Horace no longer was a problem, mm-hmm. and it appeared her plan was to assume Horace's form, and he was going to go on a bereavement holiday and then never return to this village and then she can assume a new identity elsewhere okay. oh. she after you know various things you can say you tortured her if you want i'm not saying you did uh, <laughs> but no she eventually confesses to I have a coach. i'm gonna i'm gonna look to norman and be like well so that didn't we <laughs> Absolutely. Ah, you doubted our skills. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, oh, I'm going to tell the watch that the mayor's barricaded himself in his house. Oh, yeah. Because he's scared. Yes. And the, he's a witness. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yes, Amos is going to back up everything you said. Um, is Amos going to pay us? See, that is what it's going <laughs> to come around to. Not that I need to invest. <laughs> so, uh, here's the thing. Amos <clears throat> never promised you any money. <clears throat> Sylvie did. Yeah. Oh. That bitch. Mm-hmm. Can I go steal some of her stuff? Valadet <laughs> is still crying. Um, I'm going to say no. Okay. <laughs> what I'm going to say is Amos is going to be like, I, the town doesn't have the money that they stated they were going to give, like 300 gold pieces. That is more than this town will see in about a year. It's a ridiculous price. Like a I'm just problem. like shrugging, like, yeah. oh well, and <laughs> we had but fun. He's going to scrape Go around and give each of you uh, 30 gold pieces and like the thanks of this town. If you come back here, you are like welcome to stay in the tavern for free, etc. 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 And you are seen as little minor heroes of this tiny little yeah. place. Yay! And we go drink for free in the tavern. Absolutely. <laughs> you want your new buddy, Go, go see your best friend. Yeah, so I'm like. High five! We did a thing, and you're probably just like, no. <laughs> we wasted our time and money coming here. <laughs> <laughs> and then off we go to the carriage. That is the last time I let you pick the job. <laughs> yeah, off we go to go back Fantastic. to the notice board to pick another job. <laughs> and thank you very much for playing, everyone. That oh, was, that was fun. the murder at Mossbank. I have been the Dungeon Master. I am Gavin. You usually don't hear me except when I do the warnings about the uh, various the books you reading have of to read. Sister. Uh, <laughs> and sign off. Could I hear uh, for one last time? Uh, Perish Hope. Who are you? What? I, um, He's signing off. Oh. Yeah. We um, didn't do a feminist rant. Well, there was no feminist rants. No. But no, I was, was like a golden dragon it. bitch. Yeah. So, like, this was, like, very. Yeah, um, yeah, empowering. Yeah. I mean, I guess Sylvie was a badass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unconventional, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. A female murderer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and she had like piles of. And she handed the husband instead of the other way around. Yeah, we like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was expecting you to side with her towards the end. I'm honest with you. It's like I was. Yeah, I was in, like... deep down. I was like, yep, yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'll let you go free. What? She didn't say it was abusive. Just loveless. 
Um, but a, he was cheating on her with the shady moral people. Moral code, though. He's going to be yeah. so that's when I'm like, yeah. I wouldn't let you go if it was her and you. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, also murder? Is that not a consideration? <laughs> also a skin shifter? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chaotic. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, so I was signing off. It, me, Gavin. I'm the editor. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh, bye from Parrish slash Tony. Bye from Lily slash Natalie slash have a wonderful Christmas. Yeah. Oh, have a good, uh, just, you know, festive period. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and we didn't do any tangents. High five us. <sighs> That's because we had someone keeping us on track. Yeah, we were being watched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has actually ha- been a suggestion before that Gav sits there to keep us on track. But I feel like the best part of us is our tangents. Yeah. Or what are you guys getting interested? Would you like no tangents? More tangents? No, just more tangents. More tangents. tangents. We can't can't physically do this without tangenting. No. And the episodes will be very short. (laughs) But this was really fun. If you liked this something different, let us know. Maybe we can... Um, And if, yeah, you listen to the end, sick. Thanks. (laughs) Have a lovely festive period. We'll see you in the new year. Yeah, have a good new year. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Check out the link tree in our Instagram bio for our blogs, TikToks and our own Instagrams. Professional. It's very. Not, no one's going to hear this.